0: Welcome to Pep Talk, a podcast from the Professional Edge Project. My name is JP Edgington, I'm the head coach and creator of the Professional Edge Project and in this podcast I'll be talking about how we can enhance our personal and professional effectiveness, how we can increase our mental resilience, how we can increase our calm, our composure, our confidence, our capacity and our capability. All for the benefit of our professional and our personal lives since Each has an impact on the other. If you like what you hear, I'd love to hear from you. It would be great if you could share it as well. But more importantly, more important than that, if something I cover resonates, then I urge you to take some action off the back of it. Even if it's something small, take some action off the back of it. Information is pointless without application. Thanks in advance. I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy days to listen to this, but I really hope that you get some value, you get something that can actually make your lives a bit easier, give you some clarity on your day, give you some more confidence and allow you to go out there and and do what you do best. Let's go. Here we go, Pep Talk, next episode, episode 31, I believe. So... What we're going to talk about today um, is another question. Okay, so if you've listened to any of my stuff before, you'll know that I'm a big advocate of if you want better outcomes, then ask better questions. And the ability to ask the right question at the right time, to apply objective reasoning to a situation is a key component of being effective, and as I've mentioned before, personal effectiveness in the workplace is professionalism. That's why the two are very closely linked, and it's a win-win situation. You know, you work on your professionalism, technically you're going to be working on your personal effectiveness, so how you show up at work is going to benefit how you show up at home, and vice versa, like I say, a win-win. But anyway, back into the topic of today, and that is this question what have i got how can i use it arguably two questions all right so i came across this idea uh, these these questions in a book by um arno ilgner in the called the rock warriors way and it's a mental training guide for climbers because often what can happen when you're climbing is You'll get to a particularly hard part, and there'll be various climbing holds that, you, that you'll have available to yourself handholds, footholds, um, places to put protection, and so on. And what can happen is if those holds are quite small, um, if the protection is not great, then obviously we can start to, to shift out of our kind of human part of our brain into the chimp survival part of our brain and we can start to panic and get quite fearful and quite stressed out and then the tunnel vision can come in and we can get more and more tense in our body and as we become more tense again that can trigger the, the survival part of our brain and as we get more tense blood flow gets restricted as blood flow gets restricted we can get pumped quicker and so on so we have this negative compound effect. And what Arno suggests in his book, and I've used it a ton of times in climbing and I use it a ton of times um, in all aspects of my life to provide some clarity, to get me out of wishful thinking, hopeful thinking or applying subjective um, terms to things and just look at some some facts. Just look at what is available and how best to use it. Okay, so let's take it from a climbing point of view. There I am. I start going, oh, that holds too small, or the the footholds are rubbish, or the gear is crap. All of these are kind of subjective. They are what they are. And what it is, is down to me to make the most of what I have. Okay, what's the best way for me to use that handhold. So of course I can look to see if there are any better handholds. I can look to see if I have any better options. But if the options I have are the options I have, if they are what they are, then all I can do is look at the best way in which I can use it. Okay? What have I got? How can I use it? They're trying to avoid, you know, like this is a crap hold or this is a, you know, a poor gear. Now, when it comes to, you know, making a risk assessment, you know, saying, well, the gear is great. We're not, we're not trying to assign inaccurate meanings to things, but we're trying not to attach unhelpful meanings to it. It is what it is. OK, the hold is the hold. I can either use it or I can't, given my finger strength given my climbing ability okay i can either use that crack to to place a bit of equipment that i can use to protect myself or if i don't have the equipment necessary or the skill to place it or whatever well it is what it is all i can do in that moment is make the best decisions i can based on what i have what is the best way to use that foothold what is the best way to use you know, the equipment I have and the resources I have and the skill that I have in that moment. Because what we're trying to do is move away from, like I say, hopeful and wishful thinking. Oh man, I could do with that hold being bigger. I could do with some better gear. Well, if we can't find it, if there is no better hold, if there is no, you know better equipment available or different options, then I have to make the very best of the options that I do have at that moment. Now, sometimes it might allow me to start looking around. Okay, what have I got? What have I got here? Have I got anything else here? Okay, I've got this and this, but is there anything else? So we don't get tunnel visioned onto, this is all I have. That's the only thing I have. That's the only option. Because often when we're feeling stressed, the tunnel vision will come in. And we can start to miss obvious alternatives that are just off to one side. It's the same in climbing and it's the same in any stressful situation. Narrowed vision, closing down of senses, of peripheries um, can obviously cause us to miss out kind of obvious solutions. Which is why it's helpful to have somebody else throw in an opinion or take a look at stuff. How many times have we done that? Can you take a look at this for me because I can't see a way forward and they come in and go, well, why don't you just do that and that? Oh, God, how obvious is that? How could I not see that? Simply because of tunnel vision, or simply because you know, we have been so hyper-focused on something that, that it means that we remove the ability to look at things from a different perspective. Which is why asking for help, gaining a different perspective on something, um, is so beneficial or having the ability to be able to step back and look at a different uh, how i've at a situation from a number of different perspectives is very beneficial which is what we're looking at here what have i got how can i use it so the first part of that is what have i got do i have any alternatives do i have have i explored all the options available to me right now that could include so let's look at say overwhelm or procrastination or I need I've got a ton of workload on because obviously right now you know we're gearing up for this overwhelm and productivity course that starts September 16th as I record this it's Tuesday 27th of August 2019 Um, so productivity stuff overwhelm stuff's uh, kind of right at the forefront of my mind right now but one thing we look to do there is you go okay what are my options here And we look at one of the things we use is is the the four Ds of decision-making. Can I delegate this to somebody else? All right, that is an option to me. What have I got? Well, I have the option of delegating this task to somebody else. I do not need to do this. Okay, can I delete it? Should it be even being done at all? Is this a complete waste of my time? Can I delete it off my list completely? Um, You know, can I delay it? and procrastinators out there, procrastinators out there, don't get excited about this. Um, All procrastination is delay, but not all delay is procrastination. Can I delay it to a specified time in the diary? Okay, does it actually need to be done right now? No, this would be a preferential time to do it. And what that will leave me with is the things that I can't delegate, that I can't delete, that I can't delay, that I can do right now, okay, then I do it. You know, those are ultimately the four, the four options open to me at any one time. But just being able to get clear on what those options are and being able to problem solve by simplifying and removing rather than trying to problem solve by adding things, you know, overcomplicating something, um, is often the best way forward. So that's the point of this. You know, like I say, there's a lot of questions that we use inside the Professional edge Project to to be able to apply objective reasoning to a situation. To be able to see the way forward, to be able to shift the blood flow and the oxygen from the survival part of our brain, you know, from which all of the negative emotions and all the avoidance and the the need for ease and convenience and shifting that into the... You know, the frontal part of our brain, the more human part of our brain, you know, that, that, that's responsible for more executive function and decision making by asking things like, you know, need or prefer, you know, what's my preferred professional response? What's the lesson here? Is it true? Is it stressful? Or is it just challenging? You know, what's this costing me? All of these questions are designed to do that. And that's what this is designed to do as well. Like I say, so if you are up against a challenging situation, you've got... Um, you know, stuff going on and you're feeling a bit like, right. Certainly if something's come left field, right, because I certainly know that some people like to be very organised, they like to have things planned out, but invariably in our lives and in our jobs, stuff comes left field. And in those times, one of the first things I will look at to, again, stop myself going into, you know, harbouring or... Fostering of negative kind of thinking patterns is, okay, what have I got? What, what are my options here? What are the options and how can I use it? Simple as. Now, there is a second part to this, which is I might cover in another episode, which is what do I need and how can I get it? Okay, but we don't want to jump to that one straight away because all we're looking to do is try to, to go for the easier. Well, I need more time hold on what time do you have and how can you best use that first before we start looking for I need more people I need more money I need more time I need more x I need more y you know I need more headspace well okay how much headspace have you got and how can you use it now how much time do you have how much time do you need okay how how much time have you got right now and how can you best use it What have I got? How can I use it? Dialing it down, keeping it simple, getting clarity. Clarity provides the confidence to be able to move forward. Once we're moving forward and we can generate a bit of momentum, you know, progress makes us feel happy, even if it's small progress. Yeah. And all this is just another tool, another question to be able to throw into the mix when we're feeling up against it and we're feeling like we can't move forward, feeling like we can't see um, a way forward and we're just using some questions, using some objective reasoning to be able to break that loop and be able to see a small way through, even if we're just cutting away you know, some of the superfluous stuff yeah, to be able to gain a slightly clearer picture. So that's that. That's today's lesson. Um, Let me know if you found it useful. Uh, Let me know um, what your key takeaways are from that. Or let me know if you've actually gone and used it and asked that question. Yeah, it'd be super useful to know. Um, Yeah, apart from that, um, if you're not already liking and following the Facebook page, Get on and do so because there'll be videos and stuff going up over there um that's at pro edge project over there i'm on linkedin jp edgington so you should be able to find me on there It'd be great to connect with you on there as well and um i also send out emails uh, which will be ramping up to at the moment it's like once a month but it will be ramping up to once a week so if you want to get on that email list um you can find that on the facebook page as well or ping me a message um, via Facebook, and I can always send you the link if you can't find it. There's lots more ways to be able to uh, get hold of a bunch more free content, um, if you like. And in other news, I will be setting up a Facebook group. So a free Facebook group called the Effectiveness Hub. And the point of that is that inside a group on Facebook, uh, you can add, content in in ways that are a little bit easier to access you can add units and you can kind of um, structure uh, content and training in a slightly better way and what I'm aiming with that group is to be able to uh, encourage a bit more discussion inside there so they're only the people that will be in there Um, so it's a closed group you've got to ask permission to come in a couple of questions to answer is that I'd like people inside there that are keen to be discussing the subject of personal and professional effectiveness okay people that want to develop themselves people that want to um, repair protect or grow their professionalism or the way in which they show up in their personal lives and so that we can maybe you know have some discussions in there maybe have some you know the odd uh, live training every so often once in the blue moon and and you know some Q&A stuff in there but also put stuff in there that you won't get elsewhere So there'll be probably less content on the Facebook page and more in this group. That's what I want to do inside there. Um, So have a look for that if you can as well. That will be if you search in groups on Facebook for Effectiveness Hub, all in one word, and you should be able to find that. Um, Yeah, that's all my news. What have you got? How can you use it? Catch you on the next one.